Donkey, you're so different in lifestyle choices than me. I'm an old man. Why don't your shoes match? And I have a magical dog. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just a normal dog. (laughs) Who goes on adventures and teaches you about the Bible. Same dog that played Comet on Full House. Oh, okay. Made up. Just made that up. (laughs) Convinced you. Welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes you might Ooh. have that they were any good. Cool, Galacticus. I'm DJ. This is Damon. What's up, I... Dame? Hey, how are you? I was having a conversation with myself back there. <laughs> You're just over there <laughs> recording a separate podcast simultaneously. Is Galacticus someone or am I mispronouncing yeah. a person's name? He's from the... Uh... Yeah, he's from... Is he from the Marvel Universe? Is it Galacticus... Galacticus. Or Galactus. Galact. Because mm. Gal- there's also Could- a Caractacus from a uh, song from the HMS Pinafore. So that might be I get, what I'm confusing. So it. I get uh, Thanos, Darkseid, and Galacticus. Galactus? Now, now I'm confused. I get them all kind of confused because they're all like the big like, world eating. An apocalypse from. I know he's apocalypse. from X Men. But I get them all like kind of. They're kind of like the too big to really comprehend villain where you're like why wouldn't he just destroy all of you if he's got all this power i had one of those moments that i think i had a lot of during when lord of the rings was in the heyday where we went to go see uh, avengers Love age Angel. of innocence and <laughs> um originally a my, jane Eyre uh, novel. <laughs> uh lt my friend uh, laura and my boyfriend were both trying to ask me who the fuck Thanos was because the last thing you see in the movie, and I'm like, he's this guy, and he wants to destroy the Earth, and they're he's like, why? The and it just turned into like hanging out with four year olds, like, why? And I'm like, well, because uh, he want he likes death, and they're like, why? What do you mean? I'm like, well, death. Is th-. I was like, I, you know what? I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I don't want to. Can we move on? Saying it in complete sentences seems ridiculous. That's how I always felt. Uh- um, whenever I think Jacob most liked to do this to me the most, he'd ask me some question about comic book, and I, he'd know I'd have to answer, and I'd be like, <sighs> "Well, he's the embodiment of death." So you know, you're like go on this nerd rant, and you're like, "So, Damon, tell us about the Elven community." And you're like, <sighs> it's like Ace Ventura. You're like, <sighs> "Yeah." So. Not that at all. We're talking about Punky Brewster. You probably can guess how much we remember about Punky Brewster by the fact that we've been talking about Thanos for the past five minutes. <laughs> I tried to get a hold of my sister. I forgot to call her until like today. I was because I know she watched it. I think more than I did. So um, I couldn't get a hold of her. So <laughs> there's like a tornado in my hometown today. So I was like, oh, she's. Probably cowering in her basement. Um, <laughs> You're probably, you know, collecting your memories from, you know, the strewn mud. But like, I just wanted to talk to you about 80s. <laughs> uh, hello? Do you remember anything about Punky Brewster? Celia Moonfry. Yeah. Is that a person? Oh, that's, that's the Boom! Nice. I got things. Did you say it? Is that her, how you Celil say it? Celia Moonfry. Because it's like... Soleil. Maybe sun. Soleil. It's sun in French. Soleil. She also sounds like she might be a brand of potato chips. <laughs> Mmm, Soleil oh, Moon Fry. I and ask Punky the, Brewster, oh, Ryder. These are Maui Onion. You're going to like these oh, so, Maui like Onion those. Soleil Moon Fry. Those are really good. Those are good. So Punky Brewster was a show that, um, and in, what I remember is that, okay, so it's a little girl 
Um, she dressed. She's like quintessentially eighties. She's got the jean jacket, probably bedazzled. There's probably she's some got, buttons. She's got the like some sort of fringe thing coming off her jeans. I think maybe or they're torn. maybe they're acid washed, probably oh, yeah. or just stone washed. She's got mismatched Converse on. Side pone, maybe a side pone or pigtails, maybe. Yep. I think maybe she was an orphan yeah. as all children right. were in the 80s There's as we a- remember during the Reagan administration he just had all <laughs> childbearing parents murdered and they all had to be then adopted by old once white again, men once again Damon <laughs> old testament by uh, and, and Reagan administration you're confusing the and two and the old widowers shall adopt <laughs> the newly parentless children so saith the lord There's a lot of parallels between the pharaoh and Okay, no. And Punky Brewster. Punky and Brewster was laid in a grass basket and yep. sent down the river. And we she all was know that story. By the Pharaoh's daughter and raised and had wacky adventures. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a, like the guy that adopted her, I don't remember his name, was an old man. Dr. Constable thing. Nope. Uh, and there's a dog, <laughs> dog in there. And Spot. That's about Astro. all I remember. I know she yeah. was like kind of just a, I think this is going to be a real cheesy 80s kind of thing. Where I feel like there's going to be a hardcore, like, put the brakes on, we're about to learn a lesson. Yeah. Punky. I do remember there is a very special episode where either Punky or a friend of Punky's, PB, she gets trapped in a refrigerator, <gasps> like an old abandoned refrigerator in a junkyard. Ooh, They're like playing topical. hide and seek. And she gets topical. Um, much like Indiana Jones, she pulls herself closed in a, in a refrigerator. Here's a little topic. Did you know originally the time machine in Back to the Future was going to be a refrigerator, but they were scared the kids would get into the refrigerator and not be able to get out? I know that, like... Hey, can you not get out of a refrigerator? I know those locking ones from the 50s. Yeah, the, it's only the old ones. Like, I think sometime in the... I'll have to look this up, but I think it was in, like, the I mean, my the refrigerator 60s. door won't close, so I feel like it right. isn't hard to get out of my current refrigerator if I was I th- in it. I think it's. Uh, it was in, like, the late 60s or early 70s or something where it's, like, anything made since then, you're fine. I remember... It's like trunks. Like, they, you know, they all have, like... I mean, this is somewhat later. Oh, yeah. But they all they have, have a release. release. You have to have a release So now. that you can't be a mafia boss anymore. Yeah. But I th- You just can't. You I can't threaten people the way you used to. tell me what I can't Because they just get out of your trunk all the time. <laughs> um, we well, have them, you know, duct taped and... No. Uh, what are you talking about? Why, are you, why, are you? <laughs> why did you just have a stroke? I'm gonna. Can you get me a recording of this? Because I need to get it to your doctor right away. <laughs> now I was going for the. I'm. You have the people tied up, so it doesn't matter if there's a release in there. You see. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, I really don't remember anything else about this show, so this is going to be a bit of a surprise. But I yeah. think it's going to be. No, I don't. I don't think I'm going to like it. I think it's going to be oh. really cheesy, and I think. Are it's we gonna, predicting our, our comments? I'm just throwing it out there, man. I I don't have. Um, High hopes. Yeah, I. I mean, I. Um, uh, I, uh, I, probably, a, I don't want to agree with you, but I probably already. Is there a mall-based bottle episode? Bottle that, episode? Oh, yeah. where they like the stay go to place. the mall, or they yeah. go to a Chinese restaurant and they call right. out, you know, rock music pooster, and they don't. She doesn't realize that they're calling her name. I was oh. trying to go like punk oh, music. Okay. <laughs> Punk music, rock music. Okay, you know what? I could have gone Rocky, and it would Rocky. have been an actual name. Rocky, Rocky Johnson. Nope, that's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, you can't do Rocky Johnson. <laughs> 
So uh, we're going to watch a few Punky Brewster episodes. Uh, we found some on YouTube, I think. Uh, right? Mm, was it yeah, I think so. Um, and then I we'll probably watch episode is on there. Yeah, we'll we'll try to find. Uh, we'll watch the first and last, and we'll watch uh, a few in the middle, probably. This is uh, what I wanted to say in me. post. Just edit this back to the refrigerator conversation. My grandparents had an old timey refrigerator in their basement. They only kept stocked with generic Coke things like generic sodas yeah and they would send me down to go get them and they would have like literally like 25 root beers 20 sprite like products (laughs) 20 regular caramel flavored you know (laughs) coca-cola things i mean like you know coke ripoff stuff and i could not get that refrigerator open because it was like from it was like made by Theodore Refrigerator, right. like the man who invented <laughs> air to the refrigerator. <laughs> air to the refrigerator. For, every time you buy a fridge, you have to one dollar goes to Theodore Refrigerator, <laughs> um, the third. Um, I could not because you have to like you gotta pull it. There's like yeah, this, there's a, <laughs> le- a real lashing. Thing. It's like yeah. plutonium's gonna be in there. I don't yeah. know what they were you know trying to. And it uh, actually wasn't refrigerated. Protect. It was just salt in there. <laughs> Just to preserve there was just put in there. there was literally a hundred year old ice <laughs> block in there. The state would never melt. Um, that reminds me of uh, in my grand my grandparents had this like I think it was actually like originally supposed to be a sauna, but it but it was never I never saw it used for as swinging. That. It was just a wooden room. Yeah, and uh, they had all their old soda bombs in there, and they were old oh like it was you know it was before they, they kept had, around like, for the grandkids yeah exactly and so we only came over like you know Once a couple a year. yeah a couple times a year so we'd go in there and be like oh i'm gonna have a seven up and it'd be like you'd open it and just be like <laughs> like that was the sound of it opening you're like oh this isn't gonna be good <laughs> seven up flat is good though seven up and sprite flat i think are good otherwise it's disgusting so you like to just drink syrup then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who Hi, I'm an American who was born in 1981. <laughs> so pixie sticks in water. Yeah, pixie sticks handed over in water. Um, <laughs> was that Men in Black? Yeah, was that was. what you were doing? Yeah, it was Vincent D'Onofrio in sugar more. It's like we're in Edgar suit. Yeah, we really Edgar don't suit. know anything about Punky Brewster. Yeah, that's how off the rails this is. <laughs> how was your Memorial Day? <laughs> Did you cook out or me and Tyler tried to make little sliders from Ina Garten's recipe? And oh, how was that? Well, we uh, there was m- mustard and thyme mixed into the meat. My Tasted last. very good, but it fell apart on the grill. Oh yeah, and I don't know if the grill was too hot or if we just didn't make the patties right. Like, but I would like to try the recipe again because it was very tasty. Need a crack an egg in there or something to get them steady. I don't like doing that because I feel like there's a line. There is a line in the sand across which you do not cross there's a line between hamburger patty and meatloaf sandwich yeah and i feel like some people are like now what i do to the hamburger patty is i put some onions i put some garlic i like to put some uh thyme and basil in there I like to put an egg in there I like to mix in some ketchup and mustard I'm like you're making meatloaf <laughs> well i feel like once you cross three ingredients and yeah. one that's including the meat like once you cross a line i'm like you are making a meatloaf sandwich I feel like that's a strange distinction <laughs> because for me to make, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do like. No, rules. I'm not on your side. Here. <laughs> I do like rules. Yeah, I mean, I, so you're like, if mushrooms are on top, fair game. But once you put the mushrooms, once in you're this like thing, building like, this like construction of a patty, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, 
Well, I've got my hands out earnestly, and I'm just staring at DJ. <laughs> you can't see this, but I thought I'd describe it. Oh, what a mess this episode already is, and we haven't even watched the show yet. I blame so. Soleil Moon Fry. Soleil. Sour cream and onion moon fries. Cirque du Soleil moon fry. Um, oh, We're no, doing we Beatles love. So, uh, so Leo moon oh, fry I like, this I like year. That <laughs> <laughs> I like that show. <laughs> Um, okay, so, yeah, we're going to watch a few episodes. Uh, if you want to uh, take a break with us and watch a few episodes. We'll um, name the episodes at a later time in the podcast. Yeah, when we come back, we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess we probably should have looked that up a little God bit. God damn it, we're we'll not defi- good at this. We'll definitely watch the the bookends. We'll watch the first episode, last episode, and then maybe, what, like two or three more in there? The one where, we don't have where all day. Hunky Brewster kills all of her. her yeah, we'll try to find a very guardian, special Her legal episode. guardian. We'll we'll find the uh, sweeps week one where it's yeah. a crossover with Empty Nest, <laughs> and the dog from Empty Nest meets up with the dog on Punky yeah. Brewster, and so maybe gonna... the dog from Sequest comes on. Would that have been oh. cro- would that crossed over at all time wise? I don't know. Maybe Eddie from Frasier could come on again. I don't just think dogs. those would have overlapped. You're just naming dogs now. Astro from the Jetsons. <laughs> All right, Dino. Uh, maybe I'm going to end this mercifully. Now we're going to come back and we'll just have put watched the music on. I'm just going to keep talking. Brewsters. Here goes one, two, three, four. Tiger from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> you want me to keep, keep going? Comet from Full House. Okay. Um, well, I mean, Santa's little helper. That's he could he could come on. Come on, we have to know more. The big dog from Rough, hot. rough from. Uh, Clifford, D- Dennis the Menace, the rough from Death Clifford, the what was the dog's name on? Kid Murderer. What was yeah. the other piece? That's what it was. Kid Murderer. Twice. We've got an old man <laughs> and some multi ethnic friends. Yeah. And bad jokes for the lady. Turn around. <laughs> uh, can we just talk about Thanos for the rest of the episode? <laughs> so, welcome Let's talk back. about a, a recent medical maladies we've all had. Uh, I had a mole. That got infected. Welcome to the second half if of the show. It was raised above the skin. That's what you want to look out for. It was a flat for. black color and oh. started to shimmer in the no, sunlight. Yeah, you're going to want to have that lanced off. It started to talk to me. Is that bad? <laughs> uh, second half of the show. Thanks for uh, hanging in there with us yeah. as we watched Punky Brewster. Punk Bruce. Punks Bruce. Punks Bruce. Bruce. She is. She's got a, uh, a, a spunky quality. They should call her Spunky Brewster. Just in case you want to watch all the episodes we watch, we watched the first two episodes, so uh, season one, episode one. Well, we thought it was going to be a two-part pilot, but then it just kept saying to be continued. Yeah, so we and stopped, so after we stopped. Two. As uh, Punky Finds a Home, part one and part two. And we also watched uh, season two, episode 22, Accidents Happen, which I... I had read about when I was doing some very cursory research about the show, and then there was an episode centered around the Challenger disaster. 
Don't laugh. It's yeah. Very special episode. I laugh not at the Challenger disaster, but the handling of the episode surrounding so, the Challenger. We'll get to that. Uh, but we watched that one and we watched uh earlier in the season uh Cherry Lifesaver. Because you had remembered that one. That was the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. That's a clever title. That's probably the best joke in that episode. <laughs> and then we skipped ahead to the final episode because we were fading fast. Uh, which was uh, episode 22 of the fourth season. That was an endurance test. Uh, Enhanced wedding- interrogation techniques could be helped with some Punky Brewster episodes. Wedding Bells for Brandon. Mm, yeah. It's called. And I saw that title when I was just, uh, before we had actually started when I was watching. Young. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, does someone get, does Punky get married to Brandon at the end? But then I realized that Brandon is the dog. No such human character evolution in this show. I'm afraid not, except from the evolution that only puberty can bring us. Yes, there's a a bit of literal growth. Mm. No figurative growth. Correct. Um, Do you want to walk us through, or uh, we can take turns? Well, I mean, I can, uh, yeah, I'll start with the pilot parts and see how we do. Classic ep. Yeah, classic ep. Um, so we are introduced. I'm just going to keep being sarcastic about it until I <laughs> and reveal hope that that pads out this episode. Everybody, everybody's waiting on pins and needles. What did he think about what did this he think show? About this show. Um, so we meet Mister Henry Henry Rollins Whittacombe. Henry Henry Rollins Henry David Thoreau. Yes, Henry something. Henry Whittacombe. Winkler. Winkle Winkelstein Winkle. I don't know. I'm not going to look it up. I don't care. Um. He's an old curmudgeon. Yeah. He's like crankshaft, but in human form. He's the commandant from Police Academy. Yes. Yes. Um, So you would think that he could deliver a joke. Although I haven't seen Police Academy in years, so who knows? That one we need to watch, too. (laughs) Um... Uh, so he he is the uh, building manager of a building, as you would be if you were a building manager. He has a very antagonistic relationship with a woman in his building who just comes to complain about problems with the building, and so he calls her fat. I think it's supposed to be like a, a good natured ribbing, but it's very mean. It's just right like off the bat. it's just like you're fat is basically what it seems to be his response. Yeah. I think at one time she's complaining if she hangs out her her laundry. Um, it gets graffito tagged, and uh, so she brings tagged? him. That's well, I'm gonna stick with it. Okay, all right. Um, she Jeez. brings some sheets out, and she shows him that someone spray painted uh, Julio '84, yeah, as in 1984, onto the uh, the sheet, and he goes, "Oh, they know your dress size, you fat." And then bitch. everyone in the robot laughing audience ha, just ha, goes, ha, 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 ha. "Commence laughing sequence." Commence amusement. <laughs> anyway, he uh, eventually there's rumors going around the building that someone is staying in one of the vacant apartments. Rumors, and as in that lady. That lady says, <laughs> Mrs. Johnson says that she heard someone in there um, earlier this week or something. But Sherry, her granddaughter, Mrs. Johnson's mm-hmm. granddaughter, apparently knows that there's a little girl living in there with her puppy, her golden retriever puppy. And this girl little is girl. very cute and does not know how to say things in a natural cadence. <laughs> and her name is Punky Brewster. That must have been really hard for uh, Soleil, Moon, Soleil Moon Fry to pretend to be just a little kid who can't act. <laughs> but episode. she nailed it. <laughs> Um, yeah, she plays Punky Brewster, a precocious kid who says things that I guess are supposed to be cute. 
the, as we went, well, well, we'll talk about that. And later. she has okay. a dog named Brandon, um, <laughs> and it's a very cute puppy. And the first it's a very, episodes. very cute yeah. puppy. The dog is fucking cute, I guess. I mean, yeah. um, well, she's cute. She's a cute little kid. She's a cute little kid. Yeah. It's like they hired her on site. Like they got a yeah. glossy photo of her and said she's cute, and then they brought her in. And we're like, damn it, we already hired. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, again, Mr. I don't, don't want to give too much Mr. away. Mr. Yeah. Winkleham um, Winkleberg. finds out that she is living in the building in the in the the room across the hall from his, and yeah. being a grumpy old man, offers her to come over for dinner. Yeah, and then uh, he says he's going to call the Department of Children. And family, and family services. <laughs> he takes. A he long, says that the uh, same weird uh, pause every time. <laughs> And which makes me think that it's a government bureau entirely employed, run by children. Run by children. My name's Brayden. I'll be your caseworker. Um, anyway, he he says that he's going to call them, but he says, "Oh, you can stay the night." But then the next day, and this is the second part of the pilot, yeah. a woman who I thought was the young nun in Sister Act, but it no. turns out she's not the young nun in Sister Sister Act, but it, the actress is. Married to John Slattery from Mad Men. Unimportant, Roger but it's the most Sterling. interesting thing about this episode. <laughs> We're really scraping here, guys. Um, she comes and she says, we have to take um, Punky to, as the show keeps calling it, an orphanage. An off- yeah, they- she says orphanage, and so does Mr. Wim- Wimbleslam. I think he also says orphanage. I think it started as a... Like, like a, he's mimicking her? Like a bit. Like, uh-huh. she said it wrong, so he said it wrong. But the comedy was lost. The weird thing about this show that I noticed, in the, at least in those early episodes, is that the writers, not that they were good jokes, but the writers were writing jokes, but no one was saying them like they were jokes. Yeah, there was Like some... that. Like, if he was mimicking her, I didn't catch on to it. There's a scene when the, the woman from Child Protective Services comes, and she's all harried and flustered, and she, she tries to grab her wallet to show her identification as someone from... The Department of Children and Family, and family Services. Services. And uh, she drops her wallet and she's like, I'm from the Department of Ch- Children and Family Services. And he goes, it's okay, I believe you. But yeah. no one laughs in the audience, the robot audience. I, I, and no one says it in the cadence of a joke. So it's yeah. just like, okay, I guess, all right, no I one breaks. didn't get what they were trying... I- didn't get what they were trying to do with that. It's like you pass either. it, and then your brain goes, "No, I think that was a joke back there. I think we just passed right by a joke." I think they were just kind of trying to paint her as this is not some evil woman that's going to come in, right. and, and she's just trying to do her job. And like, but it was a really everything really was very awkward. Like yeah. first take, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and eventually, uh, Punky is sent to an orphanage. There's like a Joe character, like Joe from Facts of Life, like yeah. a very butch girl who's like, this is my bureau. You can't keep your clothes in here. And Punky's yeah. like, but it's Eddie. Like she can't say <laughs> sentences. You kind of sounded like um, Huey, Dewey, and Louie there. <laughs> Uncle Scage. Yeah. Um, Anyway, eventually, like, Punky stands up to her. Well, like, within a scene, like, Punky stands up to her and the girl backs down. Yeah. And then they They're pals. plan some Best sort of Steve McQueen-type escape from the orphanage. And, like, they do a, they help Punky escape by trapping a man on a window ledge. And yeah. then she escapes. And he's like, where am I? You won't get away with this, Punky Brewster. Oh, <laughs> it, was like, it, oh, was, really? it was ridiculous. Like, they pulled off the mask of the monster at the end of fucking... Yeah. 
Scooby-Doo. Uh, let's see, it's the af- worst. after that, we moved on to... After that, we lost our patience because we got another... Oh, and that's another continued. thing that fucking drove me crazy. The font they chose for everything was like <laughs> fucking children's handwriting with crayons font. I just wanted to stab Punky Brewster in the eye with a fucking burnt sienna crayon. So I would have chosen, chosen Periwinkle. <laughs> It's quite partial to the Periwinkle. Wisteria. My friend Bethany named the crayon Wisteria, by the way. She named it? Shout out to Bethany Perry. She, like she won named, the contest? They had a contest, Whoa. and she named the Crayola Wisteria. Wow. I don't know how that works. It's not like she invented the flower Wisteria, but yeah. she got to name the, the Crayola. That's for you, Bethany. Slow clap. of the podcast. I don't know if she's listening. I don't know. I can't. She has kids, and sometimes we say fuck. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Doesn't. Probably not. Do put not the kids away. Even though you want you want to gloat about your crayon thing, put the kids away. <laughs> Just bring your trophy out for that. I'm sure they gave you a melted wax trophy. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's like gets dusty, and she had to peel yeah, the thing peel off the, the off. edge yeah. because the trophy started getting worn down. So. We and then it's on. never as nice. You're never. They give you the sharpener for the trophy, and it's never the same. It's never the same. It gets pointy, and then the point breaks off, and it's just a fucking wreck. <laughs> uh, we moved on to the episode. The finer points of crazy. <laughs> okay, I had nothing uh, to add to that. Do Sorry. you want to handle the next episode? Yeah. We so we moved oh, on to this the. Was Good luck. Very a very special episode. Actually, the next two episodes were very special episodes. It made me think. But especially, I also want to say the tenor of the the two pilot episodes we watched was just so overwrought. Yeah, it's the pilot of an episode, and I mean, of course, you want to wring some drama out of the the chance that yeah. she might be going to an orphanage. But she like mopes and drags her feet, and then she comes running back and she hugs him. And there's <laughs> that fucking full house piano, goddamn music. No, this was full like, orchestra. Yeah. They like had the most a twenty eight piece yeah. orchestra. They had yeah. two double basses playing. I'm sure. That um, they had a Piccolos. first chair for clarinet. Like it was full orchestra. <laughs> And it was just so overwrought. And I'm like, it's the pilot episode. We know she's going to end up with him. They're the two leads of the damn show. Now, don't, don't eat your dessert first. We got to get through the recaps before Sorry. we pile on. Sorry. With All the right, banana so split you, of our analysis. So, so you. <laughs> just go power through these. So, yeah. uh, episode 22 of episode or of season two is where we went next, which was uh, the Challenger episode, which is, uh, I forgot the name of it already. Accidents A happen. Challenging Day. Accidents happened. So it started with a career day, which they did like no career day has ever happened in life right. that I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just had a lame school where you brought in someone who really does something. Who has a career rather than a child telling me what it's like to be a neurosurgeon. Instead, they the kids could just dress up as what they wanted to be. Um, and so Punky dressed up. They had went through some other kids, but um, uh, one kid who I swore was a young uh, Kirsten Dunst, but was not. No, was, but she is in True Beverly Hills, and was, that's why me and your wife recognized her, and you thought she was someone else. Yeah, I was wrong. Um, and apparently, at some point, Candace Cameron made a cameo in Punky Brewster, but I don't know where that was. Hey, Brew. Uh, what? I just said P-Brew because you said Punky P-brew. Brewster. P-Brew. Yeah. P-Brew. Not like I'm making a P-Brew like Kevin Costner in Waterworld. Not like oh, that. Yeah. He drinks his own urine. So, Punky Brewster comes in dressed as an astronaut and She comes in from outside the classroom. Apparently, like, she has not, not been in there. Do you not have to be here for anyone else's presentation? Well, I'm sure she told 
Frank or whatever Mike, teacher. His name Mike. Was Mike. And was like, hey, I'm going to go change. Chip, go chip, chip. I don't want to hear any up. of these shit presentations. And so she comes in, dresses as an astronaut, captures the imagination of the other children. She brings her fucking dog. That is another point against Punky Brewster. Yeah. Leave your dog at home. Seriously. Shitting all over the he school hallway. He seems cute. Just fucking leave him at home. I'm sure the kids love it. The janitor's like, fuck you, Punky. Yeah. I got to clean up this bullshit. And that was before. Dog shit. That was, it's, do- yeah. it's a dog. Sorry, you're right. But male dogs are called bulls, so... Who's, who's really right Good point. Here. You're right. You're right. Um, but, you know, this was in the 80s before people had to pick up their dog's poop. So That's true. And they were probably just like yeah. the kids were smoking inside the classroom. <laughs> I mean, John Slattery's wife was round. Was that his name? I already forgot. John Slattery. Yeah, okay. I got it right. Um, he sounds like someone who would run for president in like yeah, the 30s. He does. Slattery. 30s. Slattery! <laughs> Slattery for the Republican ticket. <laughs> Uh, Roosevelt was a flub dub with a streak of the second rate. Okay, there it is. And I got to put that in there every time we talk about old timey presidents. Okay, so <laughs> wrong Roosevelt, but whatever. Um, so uh, they, so the, anyway, they they go through career day, and she, all the other kids are like, now I want to be an astronaut, and the the teachers into it's it. It's such I, a just like a uh, cloying. It I sounds, mean, the Challenger is a true disaster, but it, this was just such a cloying. Like now I want to be an astronaut, well, yeah, and they make, all fucking do it, and I just want to. Go ahead. They kind of skip over the the actual moment so that the kids didn't have to cry for real. But they, uh, Punky comes home kind of upset, and then she tells uh, Uncle old man flubbed old up. man old man Henry that um, that you know what happened with the Challenger explosion. And I just realized that some people might actually not really know, only know vaguely about the Challenger explosion. I guess that's possible. So uh, if you're our age, you're like, yeah, of course. But if you're okay. a little bit younger, you, you may not know that, the, you know, in 1986, there's a shuttle launch and it exploded as soon as it was launched. And, and it was a big deal because there was a contest, a woman... Um, the first uh, uh, citizen, or not yeah, citizen, a civilian, civilian who, who yeah. went up. And she was a teacher... And it's uh, fucking awful. It's a terrible, yeah. it's a national tragedy. And uh, it, it was also like a time when uh, space shuttle launches were a bigger deal than, than they became. Well, I mean, and I think that came. was a big deal too because it was, yeah, it was a, a per, uh, you know, a normal person. I was just listening to this other podcast where they're talking about how what actually happened, and it was really way crazy cold, colder than usual. And they there were actually people that were like, hey, maybe we should. Put this launch off, you know. Of, oh, course, really? of course, you hear about all those, all those things later. But uh, anyway, so all that to say, um, Punky and the kids all found out about the Challenger and, and were um, actually they were watching it, which is horrifying. Right. Um, I think I was too, but I don't remember it that well. Maybe I looked it up, but um, and so Punky's really upset, but she still wants to be a. a an astronaut. And yeah, all the other kids in her class. All the other kids like, are like, "You're do it crazy." Now. Yeah. And then Buzz Aldrin, some for some reason, uh, as Damon said, anytime someone's disillusioned with the space program, Buzz I- Aldrin appears <laughs> out of nowhere and handles each case individually. He's the He's Santa there Claus to see. I don't know how Mike explained that he knew Buzz Aldrin, but Mike, yeah. Mike, the teacher, comes to Punky Brewster's home yeah. with the second man on the moon, Buzz Aldrin, in tow. <laughs> that he just, I don't know, ran into on the subway and said hey i know a girl who's losing faith in the space program will you come downtown with me and meet her and buzz aldrin said of course i will and i have plenty of you know content about the you know junior space cadet program i founded in 
Grand Forks, North Dakota, or whatever. Mean, it was. Meanwhile, Chuck Grissom's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> Neil Armstrong's at home. Oh, is that the guy sleeping. who was still on the ship? I think that was Chuck Grissom. Uh, Neil Armstrong, of course. Right. First man. Anyway, um, or so, was he? Or was he wouldn't he? swear in a Bible that he was. Whoa. That'll get you punched in the face by Buzz Aldrin. By Buzz Aldrin, yes. <laughs> so, that guy's from Nashville. Nashville! The guy that got Local punched? Roots, yeah. Oh, I didn't know He's that. a taxi driver here in Nashville. Got punched in the face by Buzz Aldrin. Why is that a thing you know? Did you get a ride from him? Uh, no, I know. This is knowledge I learned from LT. Oh, okay. She uh, received a gift from this Mutual man. friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Robert Taylor. She received a gift in the show of a movie that he had, a documentary-ish movie, uh, yeah. about how he didn't land on the moon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely... I didn't know anything about him being from Nashville. But Titled, A Funny that. Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon. We didn't go. Subtitled, it's about the we didn't go. Keeper to. Belt or something? I don't know. Kuiper Belt? Is that something around the Earth? Yeah. Not around the Earth. It's around the Then that's not it. It's some specific thing around the Earth that he says we couldn't have gone through to get to the moon. But Punky Brewster, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Once again, Thanos. Oh, Um, yeah. So so Buzz Aldrin is there. And here's the thing. Buzz Aldrin is, of course, an American hero. Landed on the moon. Brave thing to do. Here's what he's not. An actor. He has appeared on... (laughs) <laughs> Two of my favorite shows, The Simpsons and 30 Rock. He, it's cute that he's there, but he's horrible in each. And this one is probably his best acting, but it's yeah. Buzz Aldrin versus Soleil Moon Fry. It's not a high bar Tightens up the industry. Aspiring. So it's just like, oh my God, both of you. So, and it's just such an obvious, like, I'm surprised it wasn't a film strip I was watching in school. <laughs> because there's just such an obviously, like, I understand the need Career to sort of like... And you. <laughs> um, the, 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 the concern that the government and NASA specifically would have after uh, a disaster like that, people being disillusioned. But it was just such a cloying way of doing it of just yeah. like don't be disillusioned little girl here's some information on the junior astronaut <laughs> she gets thing a t-shirt she gets a t-shirt for her dog uh, it's or something so obnoxious she yeah. gets an application for her yeah, and she's like is. and barney's gonna want one too brandon oh yeah that's right who's barney i think there is a dog named barney from something you're thinking of the dinosaur barney the dinosaur definitely you're thinking of that. that's you're probably always what I'm thinking, thinking about so okay and then um Let's move on. So, and then Please. they get past that episode. To, we actually went a little bit backwards because you had remembered the this very was, special refrigerator episode. This was an episode I remember. Which, I think I learned yeah. on uh, um, not I Love the 80s. They were talking about Puppy Brewster <laughs> and they specifically mentioned this episode. Okay. And so, well, they're, basically, the whole premise is uh, Henry. Well, this is another special episode where they're being. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. It's, well, it's, it becomes a, like a CPR instructional video. She And does it ever become a CPR instructional so, video? Let me recap it in, in a brief form and then we'll expand sure. upon it a little bit. Sorry. Okay, so, Sorry. I'm uh, just getting so angry. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say when you explain it by itself, it's not so bad. Like, when you're like, okay. Um, Henry, the, the old man, Henry, needs to get a new refrigerator. Yeah. Uh, Henry um, Weisel Troop. And he, so he goes and buys a new, uh, a new Henry, a new refrigerator. <laughs> and then uh, the old refrigerator's outside because he's getting ready to uh, take the doors off because Salvation Army is going to take it. I don't know why he yeah. needs to take the doors off. Maybe that's a thing. But anyway, it's an old refrigerator and the kids are outside and they're playing hide and go seek and cherry gets inside the refrigerator and they don't notice that that's where she went and so they go inside and late she's kind of trapped in there for a while before they finally find her and, and we then, find out she's only wearing a light jacket tj 
That's right. The she's most very, that sent a chill down my spine. Very, <laughs> she's only wearing a light jacket. <laughs> but it was very yeah, it was very cold and starting to snow. And then they finally find her. And then um, uh, Punky and. Um, Margot, baby Kristen Dunst, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> faux Dunst. Kristen Dunst. Um, I, I mispronounced her name. Also, it's not her. So, <laughs> <laughs> double insult. Faux Kirstie Alley and uh, <laughs> Punky Brewster. Kirstie was it? Christie's Alley Ally was that the uh, the Chris Christie's. When that, that headline that confused everybody that said anyway no I don't know what you're talking about oh there was some headline where it was oh Christie's ally yeah I was talking about a Chris Christie ally but it said something about um, not dies but is in I don't know something happened and, then it and people it thought said, it was like Kirstie alley <laughs> amazing a really funny uh, misinterpretation so um, and then of of course so they they do CPR and she's okay and then there's uh, the, the little boy who had been dicking around in CPR class um, Jesus has yeah. remorse and then uh, they resolve to learn CPR he and Henry uh, both resolve to and everything's okay she's okay she's gonna be okay so that was the you know sixty second version of what happened but now imagine that you actually learn how to fucking do CPR during the episode. It gets so uncomfortable. There's a whole scene before the whole the refrigerator scene. There's a whole scene in the classroom where Mike, the teacher, is teaching the kids about CPR. And he like goes over the instructions bit by bit, gets out the Recessa Annie doll, and yeah. chastises this poor little boy who keeps making jokes like, ah, she's not my type, or, yeah. you know, ask her out to dinner first, or whatever. And the guy's like, cool it. And, and it gets like awkward sense. Like it would silence. be in a real like this it was realistic from that sense. But I like guess. I was watching a show. I wasn't actually in a fourth grade uh, classroom. Yeah. Eventually the kid is sent to the principal's office because yeah. he keeps making jokes and it's just like, oh my god. And, and of then, course later on he needs to use that skill. Yeah, and he's not able he's, to. He's crying be- because he almost let his friend die. Because he was too busy being a jackass. Yeah. Um eventually Punky and Foe Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Uh, they Fierce Fierson flunced. They they do CPR on Recessa Annie, and it's just like Punky. We need to look, listen, and talk. Or I can't remember. I can't even chest. remember. Even yeah. yeah, it was just so obnoxiously like spoon feeding it to the audience, and then they yeah. like pull the head back on the doll, and then they make sure that they breathe four times, and then they, um, you know, push on the chest four yeah. times, and make sure that they repeat the process, and I'm like, oh my Christ! <laughs> they really belabored And then they do it again when uh, Cherry is pulled out of the refrigerator, yeah. and Henry McGillicuddy chastises <laughs> the boys, like, oh, uh, her blood will be on your hands, or whatever he <laughs> he, but, yeah, Nothing he, that drastic, but it seems like She'll it, be dead because of you, He did man. make it seem like, didn't you have CPR class? This kid is like eight. <laughs> like, Jesus. Even if he did, why would you let him do it? Why don't you do it, you six-year-old man? You old fuck. Um, I will say, this episode that we're talking about did contain my favorite character. Uh, and this is asterisk of the series. <laughs> no, of course. Um, which is the salesman, the refrigerator salesman. Oh, yeah. Cheapo McCheaperson Cheapo- or whatever his name 
Chester. Yeah, Cheapo Chester. The refrigerator just because he was yeah. kind of a normal human being. He talked like a normal person and he, he was a little Fred like, Willard esque. Like, you want kind me of, to play a sleazy salesman? Yeah. Got it. And so he camped it up and it was like funny. Yeah. Uh, he I mean, went to break for jokes so that yeah. the audience could laugh. No one's giving him an Emmy. I'm not freaking out about it. I didn't but, even laugh. I was just appreciative that someone had obviously seen a comedy program before. <laughs> You've seen how human beings interact. Um, so, okay, let's move on to the last, last episode we watched. Do you the last episode one? was the weirdest. Was. This was, again, called Nuptials for Brandon or whatever. And Close the up. whole episode was about how... And this is, this is the weirdest line from it. And I realize it's 1988 by the, this time, so maybe this is something that people said. Maybe this was a talk that you had with your child that owns a dog. <laughs> but uh, Henry Winklevoss decides to say... <laughs> To Punky, he's like, uh, Brandon is getting quite old. Maybe it's time for him to have puppies. Do note that it, because of where we skipped episodes, Punky is now 16 years yeah, old. Punky was like, she was like smoking a cigarette <laughs> with her breakfast. No, she was, she was definitely like in puberty, but she definitely looked like yeah. an older girl. Um, and she, so it was kind of startling to see because the image I have of Punky Brewster is perma okay. yeah. nine year old. Yeah. Um, so it was weird to see, you know, 15 year old girl. Um, but anyway, and she was like, oh, I guess so. And that was that. And yeah. then they have like a whole wedding for the dog. There was probably 10 minutes of new material yeah. in this episode. The rest was just like clips. Mostly dog-centric. It, it was the yeah. last episode, so it was like, okay, I can kind of understand why there would be clips. But yeah. it was just clips of the fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> And then I, after I watched it, like, usually one episode would have a little bit of the dog. Yeah. But after seeing all these clips together, I'm like, will someone please tell NASA about this fucking dog? Because he's a certified <laughs> genius in dog terms. He's doing magic tricks. He's, he's doing he's skateboarding. Yeah. He packs his own bags for trips to the beach. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I love when he was helping pay bills. Yeah, he was, he was doing the adding machine. And I just imagine later they'd be like, wait a minute, these are numbers. These, you these just, make no sense. You're you just, just keep slapping the, your pawn. You just things. keep pushing the plus sign. That does nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really odd, an odd note to end on. Now, there was, apparently, uh, an animated series, which I oh vaguely, God. vaguely, vaguely remember. Yeah. We watched the, sort of the intro, and the but we pun- didn't watch just any to, of those. to make sure you're completely confused, the show, the uh, live action show, is called Punky Brewster. The cartoon show is called It's Punky Brewster. Mm. Just so, you know, you'd never get them confused. Right. But the one in the show that seems like to naturally to me, especially since you've already made him sort of a cartoonish character, is to have the dog talk right. on the show. But instead what they did is they created some sort of magical rodent sure. that Punky discovered at the end of a rainbow. This yeah. was all the only thing I've seen of this show, by the way is the theme song. This was all explained <laughs> in great detail in the theme song. Some sort of, like, I can't remember, like, Gamorp or whatever, who, like, was, like, a magical rodent who lived in a village that was at the end of the rainbow. He escaped from the rainbow, but the minute he left the rainbow, the rainbow disappeared, and its village went along with it, because, of course, it's magical. What? So now he lives with an 80s orphan living in downtown New York. <laughs> What are you fucking talking about? In defense of that show, we didn't actually watch that. We, we didn't just watch a watched minute the theme of it. Yeah. Um, okay. 
But all the voice cast came back for it. All yeah. the actual cast from, uh, I almost said Betsy Ross. From Betsy Punky Brewster. Ross. From Betsy Brewster. Punky Brewster. <laughs> um, Rossi came Brewster. back. Because it probably takes like 45 minutes to shoot a season to do your <laughs> recorded lines. Um, and they did that. And that seems like a fucking travesty. But hey, they had an animated Happy Days. They had an animated fucking... I think they had a Jackson 5 show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. There, I think AV Club did a whole inventory on, like, I guess this is not part of the canon, like, 15 animated shows spun off from live action shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember our MC Hammer had a show. Yeah. Where his shoes were magical, his tap dancing shoes. Oh, I don't And they, know like, that. they turned him, like, from a normal guy into MC Hammer. It was weird. He's from Kenneth Burrell or whatever his real name is. To, um... Okay, so just let's talk to the Punky Brewster apologists real quick, because there's going to be some people... I know there's going to be people who get angry. I, I know don't... there's a woman at my office who has a picture of Punky Brewster up in her cubicle. I don't think this is going to be as serious as some people are about Saved by the Bell or even Space right. Jam, uh, maybe just because it's a little older. Um, Punky this, Brewster is shit. This is terrible. Absolutely um, shit. Now... There are- in terms of orphans, 80s orphan shows, you've got different strokes, right? Well, maybe right. facts of right. life Confirm above. with me, yeah. <laughs> facts of life above, and then different strokes. Sure. Then Webster. Then, yeah. like, Punky Brewster's down. Down low. Down a, another That's the run. bottom. Are there any other orphan shows? I'm, orphan? I'm, sure there's, I'm sure there's a telling. Every Disney program, they sure. kill off some parents. At least one. Bambi. Not, Bambi like, is the best orphan show. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, Lion King. Yeah. Mufasa. Too, too soon. Well, he had his mom still, but he was exiled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just disregarded her. She's not it. Um, she remarried his brother, Hamlet. Oh, yeah. That's right. Jeremy Irons. That's Hamlet. Wait. Jeremy's Iron. What are we talking about? Um, <laughs> so, let me say this. Yeah, sorry. As a premise, like, I don't think it's the... I mean, I don't know about... I'd have to read some scripts, because, like, they were not... It's not like we are like, dealing with gold. Send in your scripts. But, uh, like, your inner child is an idiot at But the premise, is, the premise is, is fine. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, if, it's fine. if the characters were compelling, you can well pretty much... Well tread, but fine. Yeah, yeah. It's not... I mean, I, especially at the time, it probably wasn't quite as tread. Um, but it was just so poorly done and not just like obviously pilot episodes are their own sort of beast and we always we know that we're what we're going into when you get a pilot episode yeah. i think it's always like you always expect some you know a little bit of rough you know rough edges and stuff but you're like you're like okay do i see the seed of something good and sometimes it doesn't happen for a while sometimes things need a few seasons to get going this yeah. is everything we saw every clip we saw every piece of uh, it did not get better. <laughs> no, I mean that last episode might have been the best one. Might have been because best it editing. had like five actual pages of dialogue yeah. that was written for the episode. Well, the editing was otherwise a bit it was quicker. just like ah, go to some clips of the dog. Yeah, do some more of the dog shit. Let's get this over with. What I'm wondering when I, when I watch this and I said this out loud is like, did people in the '80s not have children around? Because <laughs> she was a cute, precocious child, right? I'll, I'll grant, grant you that. I but guess, it's like, yeah. But it's like, it, she didn't do anything, like, it wasn't cleverly written enough for her to be like, well, that's remarkable. It was just like, that's a cute kid saying things. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's very weird to me, because I couldn't get a bead on what Punky's sh- 
shtick was supposed to be. Yeah. Aside from that, she wears mismatched shoes, but she didn't seem particularly original to me. Right. She just seemed like a kid saying lines that an adult obviously wrote for her. Right. Not any different than Different Strokes, not any different than Webster. It's just like you have a kid saying supposedly clever things i yeah. guess and she's got a bandana what? tied around her knee is that the that is that it she's yeah, got she different has, colored converse and i'm yeah. supposed to give a shit her shoes are different colors because she has two different feet she's rolled up well i mean so ll cool j should give her some money back because she was rolling up her jeans legs That's long true. before he was she tight rolled it long yeah. before that was a thing but i mean it's just like I didn't understand what was supposed to be the deal. Like, she didn't have any, like, remarkable traits of her yeah. own. Well, that's... Uh, aside from a, just a fucking supposed tearjerker of a story. Her father uh, ended in the family, and then the mother just drove to a mall parking lot and never came back out of the mall, leaving Punky. And I guess siblings... She right. seemed she to said, mention siblings. She said us, but I think maybe... I hope she was just maybe talking about us her and the dog. the dog. Yeah. And, and which is really... Terrible. That I want to know more about that. Like it could be because the really... dog would have turned against Punky after a while. Oh, she's going to be eating her for yeah. sure. Yeah, he's going to just rip the flesh Start right off her child bones. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you have the potential for like something sort of interesting, at least like dealing with that. Like that's a terrible thing Ugh. for a kid to have to deal with. And she was living on her own in an apartment, which is kind of like she survived at least for some indeterminate amount right. of time like getting more into like what about her let her survive because she seemed like not that i i believe that she would be quick to kind of cling on to somebody but like she didn't show, show any of that i feel like i'm being super over analytical punky brewster but hey it's a podcast where <laughs> You're we're the one listening analyzing yeah so i mean like uh you know you could have shown some of that like you know, I think they tried to with her, like, cleaning the house, like, but it was just really, like, yeah, poorly done, really. Yeah, and this show is not set to handle things like child abandonment, <laughs> space shuttle explosions, dialogue, refrigerator-related deaths, jokes, dialogue, <laughs> characters, <sets> maybe. <laughs> it was just, like, everything was so heavy-handed, except for the jokes, which were just cruised right through yeah. to get to more family drama. It was a lot more dramatic than I ever expected it to be. Um, I think... But another thing that I think we're spoiled by is that I think now, because of the way shows are, they sort of take their time in setting up a premise. Yeah, that's true. And now, like, in this show, it was like, we gotta get this orphan, or not this orphan, but this uh, kid living on its own into this grumpy guy's apartment, and we've got 24 minutes to do right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't quite know, or didn't have the, uh, the sort of um, long arc thing that they yeah. do now, where they're expecting people to watch these although, in order, and like, in a, you know... Although a three-part pilot is seemingly That's ridiculous. true. You, it's weird that you don't have that arc, but yet you say, to be continued, you're like, Jesus. aren't you expecting uh-huh. someone to watch the in first one? In that fucking kid handwriting font. Fuck you! punky brewster <laughs> uh um what else let's see uh i didn't get most of it uh, like, <laughs> you were on your phone an awful well, lot that's the thing one. it was so slow yeah that like i did not miss anything like i you, expected to laugh at least once well you did I, that was that one joke i can't remember what, what it was. was it it was um I think Cherry said it. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, no. I can't remember what the joke was, but I was trying to... Oh, she was like, I want to have all sorts of... It was career day, and she wanted to be a landlord. Oh, that's right. And she wanted people of all classes and races races and backgrounds to 
make her rich to pay her high rent oh yeah I guess. which is because she wanted to be a uh slumlord yeah i mean basically a slumlord but that's not what she said yeah and that was pretty like in a in an old sitcom but it was like like, i mean here's my laugh (sighs) right yeah which you know if we had more of those i think i would be more kind to the show but there was that was like one of the best jokes that you just said i mean so why is from what we saw so why is punky brewster a thing is it a fashion icon well, thing? Like, it, she it was, dresses however she wants, and that's cool? This show aired from 1984 to 1988, right? So we would have been really yeah. young. We would have been two, roughly two to six, right? So, right. We so would have, yeah. We, yeah and, and, of course, syndication after that. So anywhere from two to, you know, ten, right? Right. When it was really in syndication. So, but my sister, and I think, I don't know if your brother watched it, but I know my sister watched this at least some. I think that's, this is one of those that was a little bit older than us, Um so, you know, my sister would have been, uh, she's four years older than me. So, you know, she would have been right in the target demographic, six to yeah. know, 12 or whatever. So I think that's more, you know, little girls, especially, um, could be like, okay, so this is a, a very 80s, very fashion, like, it's mm-hmm. sort of rainbow brightish in that sense, where it's like, I don't know that the people that like it, and please write write to us, your inner child yeah, is an idiot, if you like at gmail.com, it. or <laughs> catch us on Facebook, tell us that what, if this is true or not. But I'm not sure that they really even watched the show that much. It was just the idea of... Right, they remember that they did watch the show, but they don't actually remember what the show was like. Right, well, and you know, we're all guilty of that to some extent, but I sure. mean, just like, they had a Punky Brewster poster, and they remember the poster more than necessarily the actual watching of this horrible, mm-hmm. horrible show. <laughs> Absolutely wretched. Um, <laughs> just well, I think worst. we figured out, and, and not to beat a dead horse, but I think we figured out, like with with Saved by the Bell, the thing was like these are some good looking kids. Um, yeah, you know, and, and she's an adorable kid, and looking wise, and it's a different kind of like she's like uh, you know maybe if you were you know ten eleven when she was ten eleven, it might be more of like a ooh I got a crush on her kind of thing, but it's really sure. more of a like she's adorable in a cute little kid sort of way. And if you were a cute little kid, maybe, or not so cute little kid, maybe you'd be like, oh, I'm cool like Punky. I have pigtails. Right. Um, and I think um, this is a lot like Saved by the Bell in that it's like, you know, with books, you start out with picture books and then you go to chapter books. And I right. think with shows, you start out with cartoons and you go to sitcoms. And yeah. like Saved by the it's Bell, this is like baby's yeah. first sitcom. Right. Yeah. I just don't think, and I think that uh, it's, um, this is a general comment, like I think, and I think it's becoming less like this, but I think people realize that you don't have to treat children like they're complete and total morons. Like, right. they can follow a basic storyline, like, even at pretty young. Like, right. that's why, you know, the whole, like, Pixar thing and, like, the, the some, a lot of the kids shows these days are, And like, also that you can pitch things that can appeal to parents in any way, which right. Punky Brewster does not. No, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I don't think that's, I just think it's, like, just some basic stuff here. Like, not not editing so slow that you are just, like, Punky will say something, and then the camera's on her. And she's just sort of looking. And, and like then she makes cute. the mug. Right. Then she does the face. Like, later. It's, like, it's you know. It's very oddly very paced and just sort of, like, yeah. <laughs> get her to do something cute. We got to get some, we got to pad this out to 26 Like, minutes. they have a coach with, like, a puppet behind the camera, yeah. like, trying to get her to do it. Now do the winky face. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I guess we, I, it's probably pretty obvious, but what is our verdict? Well, this is this is fucking awful. This is a dog pile. This is um, a Barney, Barney, Brandon, Brandon, a Brandon pot, pile, a of shit. pile of shit, of bullshit, um, of dog bullshit. I will say, uh, I don't know that I, 
I couldn't even tell you what I thought of this as a kid. So right. saying our inner child is an idiot. Someone's inner child is an idiot, though. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, tell us why we're wrong. Uh, email us. Yeah. Your inner child is I an idiot you. at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Y-I-C-I-A-I. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can find Damon on Twitter, at Damon Zanth. Um, X-A-N-T-H. That's right. I'm on Twitter, at DJ Phillips. Damon has an excellent uh, comic strip, Drewford at DrewfordComic.com. Mm-hmm. You can find basically nothing on my website, <laughs> djfoods.com. Some animated GIFs. Yeah. Uh, I'll put something up there. It'll be like Homer's website. It'll be great. <laughs> um, is there any other uh, um, thing we need to say about this? I think that um, uh, I am sorry we watched this. <laughs> yeah, I actually, <laughs> Not yeah. To get too serious. This wore me down. This was a tough one. I think this was your... Worst bat. I think um, I've had worse, but you, I think this was your worst. This was horrible to get through. Yeah. Um, what was your worst? Man, and Ever Ending Story was pretty rough uh, for me. And Saved by the Bell was pretty rough for me. Saved also. by the Bell was horrible, but I mean, I feel I like think there I generally is, have less patience for this than you do. <laughs> there is generally a, a like a genuine bad, good bad watching for saved by the bell like yeah this is really bad but i'm not sure they're aware how bad it is and so i'm secretly enjoying it punky brewster is just shitty television making <laughs> like for a cash in or like just trying to hang our hopes onto one cute kid yeah um and and it worked failing you know. well i guess did it work <laughs> because nbc dropped it after two years that's true and it got picked up into syndication for two more years point. and then canceled and i'm not entirely sure that this brandon episode that we watched was meant to be a series finale yeah maybe just a season finale. Yeah. yeah that's quite possible usually the clip shows while at the end of a season i would think especially with this show which clearly wasn't afraid to dip into the maudlin yeah uh, didn't dip into any of that dip in as much as you want finale yeah where you could have, like, I don't know, killed Punky if you kill, wanted to. Kill the old man and have Punky deal with his death. He's abandoned you too, Punky. Yeah. He's going to that mall in the sky, and you're sitting in the parking lot that guess we what? call Earth. And guess what? Your dog is not long for this world either, yeah. Punky. Thanks for joining us. Oh, yeah. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye.